This is Desiring God's podcast for pastors and Christian leaders called Theology Refresh, and we are privileged to have with us here today Sam Crabtree. Sam, thank you for joining us. It really is a pleasure, David. I, I really am an undeserving, uh, humble comrade in this effort. Amen. Sam is a board member at Desiring God. He's also executive minister at Bethlehem Baptist Church, a role which he has been in now for 16 years. Sam is also author of the book Practicing Affirmation, which I highly commend, and which we want to take as our theme here in this short episode of Theology Refresh. We want to talk about the joy of praising others. Sam, why don't we start with the word affirmation? It's in the title of your book. As we turn to this topic of affirmation, what is it, and what direction are you trying to get people to go with it? Yeah, well, one way I would rephrase it is to commend the commendable. And so we want to be out on the outlook for those things that are beautiful and call them beautiful, those things that are right and fitting and call them right and fitting, mm-hmm. those things that are appropriately attractive and healthy, call them attractive and healthy. So call out the positive aspects of things verbally, note them, mark them, draw others' attention to the goodness of those good things. That's what I, I mean by affirming. It's, mm-hmm. to, it's to pour a blessing on it, a good job, way to go, that. I see that, what, mm-hmm. what happened right there, that what happened is good. Do that again, mm-hmm. that works. So that's what I mean by affirmation in general. And, and there's a kind of, as you're describing it there, there's a kind of parallel between uh, what we do in worship of God in commending what is the commendable, calling out what is good, and then in a, a kind of horizontal toward others. Absolutely, right on. Um, in fact, I think the way to be on the outlook, on the lookout for what's commendable in people is to know what's commendable about God. Mm-hmm. So if you're worshiping God well, worshiping God clearly and robustly and biblically, that um, tunes your heart for commendable qualities that then you see echoed in his creatures. The, 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 the God who does not dwell in tents or tabernacles mm-hmm. made with human hands, nor is he served with human hands as though he needs anything, for he gives to all life, breath, and everything else, including these commendable mm-hmm. qualities. Right. He's at work everywhere in everybody, believer and unbeliever. And he gets more honor from us, I believe, the argument that I'm making, he gets more honor from us if we spot what he's doing in those around us mm-hmm. and we call it out yes. and say, aha, there's a sighting of God. He's at work in you. I think we can, we can say it in unbelievers. I mean, take, take our smallest children. Mm-hmm. When, you're, when your twins do something that's good and they share with their brother and you say, good job, way to share your toy with your brother. Sharing and being generous, that's what God is toward us. Mm-hmm. Okay, when you make that connection, God gets honor. Your, your kids get blessed. There's a good, sweeter relationship between you and them. And you're highlighting, you're shining the light on something that's commendable, desirable. We should aspire to it, and we should bless it when we see it around yes. us. So that's one of the things that makes this Christian. And not just affirmation in general, but it, it's Christian because we're commending the things that are good because they're in God. We're commending things commendable because it goes back to God. All of the most commendable things, all of the things that are commendable in any measure, are in Christ Jesus, mm-hmm. all of them. So you think wisdom is a good thing. Well, all the treasures of wisdom mm-hmm. are in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. He's, he's the pinnacle of love and of giving himself up 
and of self-denial for the sake of future joy. And just you name uh, dozens of character qualities, patience, forgiveness, uh, being a merciful person, Mm -hmm. diligence, boldness. Mm -hmm. They're all in Jesus and they're all in Jesus without defect. And so we aspire to grow in all of these things because that's where they are. In fact, well, I w- we're going to do another bod- podcast on God-centered administration. Mm-hmm. And I would say that all the good things that are out there in administration books mm-hmm. are echoes of things that are in the Bible. Yes, that's good. So in, in a way, when we're spotting good in others, commending that good, we're catching little glimpses of the God-man, catching little glimpses of Jesus himself. We're seeing evidences of Jesus, echoes of Jesus, shadows of Jesus. Yeah, because everything is from him, through him, and to him, including these little echoes, these little glimpses Mm -hmm. of what he's doing. And what I'm saying is when they happen, slow down, stop, notice, call it out, say, aha, there's one, there's a thing, there's a kindness, there's a gentleness, there's a forgiveness, whatever you just spotted happening, and invite others to enjoy it with you and say, isn't this good? This is good. Let's have more of that. Okay, but a problem is you just said slow down, stop. We're not really good at slowing down and stopping in uh, in the 21st century. Is there... Is there something that would have you write on affirmation at this time? Why was it, did it come into your consciousness that this is a topic needs to be focused on? There needs to be teaching on this. People need to be brought into this, but because perhaps this is against the grain of where we live. Yeah, it it is against our nature, actually. We don't like to um, praise others, but we like to be praised. Mm -hmm. We like the the applause, and that's not entirely contaminated. I think we should pursue praise for the right reasons, for the right things. Mm -hmm. Uh, In fact, I would say there's something defective about a Christian who does not want to be praised by God. Now, that can seem like idolatry, Mm -hmm. but every believer should want to get to heaven someday and hear God himself say, well done, good and faithful servant. We should want that. Now, you're right to say we don't we don't stop. And that's why I think there are places in the Bible where it says, be still, know that I'm God. Or when, when Moses and the children of Israel were up against the Red Sea and the message to them was, stand still and see the salvation of our God. So uh, yes, we need to slow down. What motivated me to write this is I've seen so many relationships wounded, damaged, ended, by lack of affirmation. It's not the main thing about a relationship. It's way more important that you be alive, that you be born again, that the Spirit of God be working in you, and all these things are way more important. But this is a necessary element, a key. And in my 30-plus years of pastoral ministry, I have never seen a marriage fall apart, fail, end up in divorce, where they kept up God-centered affirmation Mm. of one another. Never, not one case. And so if you keep up this affirmation, it has a sweetening effect, a, a magnetic effect in a relationship. It lifts morale. It's just so good. And I've seen um, teenagers walk away from parents because they could not catch a break. They mm-hmm. were not commended for anything. They had to walk on eggshells all the time. They couldn't win for losing. There was no way they could please their dad. Mm-hmm. Everything that they did was wrong. Well, they just rebelled. 
And I think it explains a lot of gang behavior and other things. You know, they, they couldn't make the teachers happy. Their grades weren't good. They, couldn't, they weren't musical. They couldn't get in the choir. They weren't athletic, didn't please, please the coaches. They didn't get along with their parents. They, they didn't go to church. They didn't get any kudos from their youth pastor or whatever. But, man, when they spray-painted the bridge, the gang mm-hmm. yucked it up. Mm-hmm. So now who's got power in that young man's, young woman's life? The mm-hmm. gang, because they'll praise them. And that's what I'm, I'm arguing for in the book also, is that the commendation of others has an effect of being repeated. Mm-hmm. What gets praised gets repeated. That's good. And uh, so I, I saw the absence of that in so many relationships and began talking about it years ago in pre-marriage class, how mm-hmm. important it is in your marriage to keep blessing one another. To this you were called, Peter says to bless and not curse. It's a calling on our life. So there is a, uh, there's a Godward motivation in honoring him by commending what is to be commended because it goes back to him. There's a, a motivation toward others, a, a love, in that they feel affirmed, commended, appropriately encouraged. How about the motivation for the one who's doing the commending? What, what draws us in, yeah. or how, what benefit yeah. do we receive yeah. in yeah. being the one yeah. to offer that word? Yep. Yeah. Well, several benefits. I mean, you, you have the benefit of uh, changing your outlook because you go hunting for these things. Mm. You become, you tune in. You become sensitized to these things and start looking for them. You become positive in your thought because you're looking for things to commend rather than things to grouse about or grumble about or complain complain about and there's a ton of those things that we can complain about i mean we're groaning with all creation the pains of childbirth mm-hmm. together until now um it it um sweetens and deepens the relationship you have with the people that you're praising you're you're easier to be around it lifts the morale of everyone in fact when paul wrote to timothy uh, he he was talking about um I think it was Epaphroditus, that, that God would have mercy on Epaphroditus and his household for the things that Epaphroditus did for Paul in seeking him out and serving him when he was in Rome. And it wasn't just Epaphroditus. It was and his household. Hmm. And I think the reason Paul writes this to Timothy, who wasn't a part of that whole transaction, is Timothy, Timothy, get in on this. And I think it's in the Bible, so all of us would get in on it. It's good for relationships the people who, who do the commending earn a platform also f- for criticizing. Mm-hmm. If you're just critical, critical, critical all the time, people mm-hmm. will tune you out. Mm-hmm. You're, you're just a windbag. You're just a naysayer. You're just a party pooper. But if you commend, and they know you'll commend you, they know you're in their corner, mm-hmm. like Jesus before he went after the woman who was caught in adultery, before he said, sin no more, said, where are your accusers? Neither do I condemn you. I mean, he, he got on her side first. I'm for you. And I, so one of the benefits that comes to the person who does this is you you gain a hearing. People know that you're not just out to get everybody and you see the bad side of everything and it's all dark clouds out there. You're a silver lining person and there's more stock put in what you have to say if you have to say something negative mm-hmm. because they know you're not just negative all the time. That's good. So any particular commendations for leaders as it relates to, to the practicing of affirmation, for pursuing the joy of 
commending others? Well, I think it creates an atmosphere, whether it's a leader in your home, leader in your church, leader in your business, leader in your Boy Scout troop, leader on your football team, leader you know, in all these various settings, your military organization. It, it sets a, um, a bar for others to aspire to, and it adds an ingredient into the environment. There's just, just in the air that if you do good around here, it gets appreciated. And I think people are thirsty to be appreciated, even if they fail at something but made a good effort. They made a well-intended effort and they burned the waffles or what, whatever just to be appreciated that I, I tried. Um, that is so helpful for leaders to do, and it keeps people loyal to the leader, to the team, to the mission that the leader is trying to accomplish. So uh, yeah, I would, I would really uh, advocate, commend leaders for commending well. Mm-hmm. Very good. Thank you for joining us. Would you close us in prayer? Oh God, rescue me and us from being hypocrites in talking about this subject, but help us to be ones whose mouths are full of blessing and praise and affirmation Help us to be those who commend the commendable, ever on the lookout for the work of God in people around us, and noticing it, calling it out, enjoying it, affirming it, blessing it when it's there, and rewarding it verbally and in other ways. Thank you so much that you are a God who will come with his commendations, you say in the Bible and uh, that you want to say to us, well done, good and faithful servant. And we know when you say it to us, we'll just turn right around and say, well, we did it because you were at work in us. All the glory will go to you. It doesn't terminate on us. We know that. Thank you for arranging a universe in which we get to enjoy commendation and enjoy the giving of it to your commendation. In Jesus' name, amen.